what's happening it's your boy rockies i'm gonna welcome y'all back to the hecka dangerous podcast as always i want to thank y'all for liking sharing subscribing commenting all the stuff you do when you're a really really great podcast this is episode 110 and i'm truly blessed and honored to still be the chosen vessel against the steward over this here ministry called the hecka dangerous podcast before i get into the podcast before i get into my whole spiel i just want to say how thankful I am right now to be recording during the daytime. Um, as of late, I've been recording like, you know, after 11 p.m. or at two in the morning, just random hours, wherever I could find um, a quiet moment in the house. And it is nice to be recording at 5.30 p.m. You know, that I can still see the sun. There's people still moving. My brain is still um, functionable. So I'm grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful to be finally recording this episode. I've been trying to record this episode, but lately my son has been staying up to about three in the morning, four in the morning. So it's made it really hard because, you know, those times that the house are quiet and good to record, he's been up yelling and fussing. So um, it's awesome. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling y'all what it is, man. So um, thank you all for your patience for this episode. I will not be with you long. Um I'm gonna knock this episode out real quick and get back to the get back to the boys. I have the I currently have the two year old and the um, two week old. I mean, sorry, the two month old. Um, they're both asleep right now, so I'm going to knock this out. But anywho, enough about me and my life. Who cares? Um, God is so great, man. As I was, you know, typically before I start the episode, I like to line things up so that my intro is accurate. And I saw that we were at episode 110. And it just blew my mind because I legit remember just prepping for episode 100. And here we are to episode 110. Um, as I always say, uh, I get to see God's goodness, God's faithfulness through this ministry, just to see him sustain this ministry. Um, I do not deserve to be at 110 episodes. I have not always been a good steward of this. I have not always put my best foot forth. I've not always given this my first fruits. And so for him to, uh, continue to bless his ministry as I continue to grow and as the ministry continues to grow. It's so awesome. Um, just a quick update on interviews. I've been able to book those interviews, but my wife is doing some great things with her ministry. And so I definitely want to either a um, interview her or B have her, you know, do her own takeover and do an episode and I produce it for her or maybe a combination of both. I'm not sure. But anywho, Nonetheless, that's still something I want to do. So uh, keep that in prayer for me. Um, get my wife back on here. I know last time she's on here, y'all really enjoyed that. So, um, yeah, um, I can't remember where I left off on the last episode. But recently, my wife and me, we celebrated our one year anniversary of being married. Um, it's such a blessing, such an honor. Um, I feel like I did mention this before, but I um, just want to mention it again. You know, um, it's such a blessing, an honor to be married to my wife, you know, um, it's a blessing and honor that God chose her, right? That he uniquely, that he specially made and chose someone for me, right? Um, I can't emphasize how special that is. I think that we can take our partners for granted. We can take marriage for granted. We can take our blessing for granted and not realize that, yo, like this truly is a blessing. This is an honor, right? Um, you know, to be able to be given the task of being the head of this household and leading, um, you know, these four people and knowing that all of this rests on my shoulders, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's been a big blessing, but, um, 
like I said, I won't be with you quick. I'm just going to jump into my notes. Um, one thing that I've been hearing over and over again, whether it's a devotional, whether it's just in my personal prayer time, whether it's at church, is do you trust me? Um, do you trust me? You know, our pastor, he always uses example of a guy who, who was in a wheelbarrow, and I believe he was on a tightrope or something. He was going across the some type of river, some type of body of water, and people were screaming, I believe in you. You can do it. And the guy screamed down, if you believe, if you believe I could do it, jump in here with me, right? And so, um, do you trust me? Has been the question that has been brought up to, to me um, that I keep hearing. And it's a great question because um, it's the lack of trust, lack of faith that gets us in these uh, unfortunate situations, these unfortunate spaces, right? And so um, as things come up, right, whether it's needing uh, a bigger house, whether it's needing more finances, whether it's, um, you know, you know, needing help in my marriage or needing help with parenthood or needing help with, uh, you know, just overall life. Um, the question is, do you trust me? And, you know, recently at my church, uh, City Church, we've been going through um, Genesis chapters, I want to say six through eight. Um, and right now, you know, we're just in the part with Noah and the ark and how he was just given a word by God and he didn't know anything. He didn't know um, the specifics, but he knew that he had a word from God and um, that should be enough, you know? And I think that's the space that I'm trying to continuously stay in and work on is having a word from God being enough. You know, I think about as I reflect on just my journey of marriage, how when God just gave me a word to propose my wife, you know, it was at a time that many people probably thought that we should have taken more time in the dating season. It probably caught people off guard, you know, so on and so forth, you know, um, just all kind of different things. Right. And um, I just had a word from him. Right. You know, I had a word from him. I was sleeping, um, in my dad's, uh, you know, gym, his little house gym, I was sleeping, um, you know, on a little bench at that time, wasn't making much money. Um, I had a little beat down, a little Corolla, but, uh, I just took God's word for it. Right. I just took God's word for it. And so, um, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Um, do we trust God? Do we trust him to come through? Do we trust him? to heal um our marriages do we trust him to heal um you know you know the brokenness in our household and the the strained relationships with our, with our parents and our children do we trust him to provide and um, that's something that i have to constantly stay in because um this world is real right there are real things happening and there are things in life, there are things that can make my life easier, right? There are things such as having a better paying job or so, so on and so forth, right? But trusting him, like I think about how, you know, we live in this apartment, how my car keeps been, keep getting vandalized and just um, all these things are happening, right? And um, these th and, and people are left and right are saying, run, move, get out of this apartment, leave this place, get out. And um there's, there's been no opportunities to do it, right? Like there's been no real, like there's been no realistic opportunity, right? To move. And at every step, I feel like God blocks it. 
and I won't get too deep into my to my family's personal business. That's our personal business. But um, there are things that keep coming up that block the move, whether it's a financial thing, uh, whether it's just, uh, you know, just things beyond our our, our, uh, our control, like someone swoops in on a on a um, on a on this place and gets it before us so on and so forth. Right. And um, I just feel like at every step, guys asking, do you trust me? Like, do you trust me to make this happen? Or are you going to try to make this happen on your own strength, on your own um, knowledge? And then, and then beg me to co-sign you to co-sign you on the back end. And um, it's hard because <laughs> um, what God is testing you with to trust him with, it's going to look ridiculous to your coworkers. It's going to look ridiculous to your spouse, ridiculous to your family, your kids, your friends. But it's what you need, right? Like I just think about all the things I've been through that have led up to where I am today. And all those things were necessary for me to see God in certain ways, certain spaces, so that um, it can increase my faith and that I can be able to testify and preach and talk to y'all about it, whether it's my family, whether it's y'all on the podcast, whether it's people at work, whether it's people at church, like that's been used to testify. Right. And so um, I don't take that lightly. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I just know he's been asking me, do you trust me? And so I guess where I want to park this land, this plane is um, just understand that a word from God is better than any promise, any reassurance that you could ever get from anyone or anything else, right? Like a word from God is better than any job offer you're going to get. A word from God is better than anything you're going to get. And I'm not saying um, that a job offer can't be a response, can't be, you know, an end game, but ultimately just a word from God, you know, because a lot of times we know it's like God, for me personally, and I think that for all of us, God, a lot of times it's just telling us to show up and to be available, um, make ourselves available to be used. Right. And so um, we could get into all the details. Right. Sometimes the details are important. Right. But a lot of times, even if we did have the details. Right. Like if God told you what job you need to apply for, how much is going to pay, what neighborhood is going to be in the hours and everything. Do, do, would that guarantee that you would take that job, right? Because with some of us, we might be like, okay, God, like, I hear you. You gave me the specifics, but maybe five more, five more grand a year, maybe a job that's a little bit closer because it's going to, that job is too far and I'm going to spend a lot of gas between my, between getting the kids and, and um, taking the kids to practice and, you know, my, my church, you know, all these different things, right? So, um, I guess what I'm saying is, is that the specifics are kind of bogus, right? Because you think about um, Jonah. Jonah was given specifics. He 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 was he was told where to go, what to say, what to do, and it wasn't good enough for him. It didn't suffice, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It didn't suffice. And so, um, just know that word from God is better than anything that you could ever receive when it comes to just anything, right? Um, you know, God just told me to go by to propose to my wife. My credit was was trash. I didn't know how or where I was going to get a ring to even propose to her. I didn't know, you know, the whole process. And, you know, 
I didn't know like what day to get married. Is there a specific day with a specific meaning or understanding? I mean, a uh, uh, significance, like all that stuff, right? He just said to propose to Felicia. He didn't ask me to do nothing else because he's going to take care of all that, right? Ultimately, you know, and it just, and I think that's where being a parent is such a humbling experience because um, you get to see yourself. You get to see uh, how you are with God. And, you know, I apologize to God so often because I get so irritated with my kids. And then I, on the back end, become so humbled and so sad because I think to myself, like, Lord, these are just kids. Like, they don't know no better for the most, for the, you know, the most part. I know better. I'm a grown adult and I treat you much, much worse. I do much, much worse things. My children, they do, for all the frustration that I go through my children, I must admit that my children, they do very children-like things, right? They're not doing very malicious things. You know, they're not doing such things, right? And so um. I'm just reminded of what I put God through, you know what I'm saying? And even like, you know, with the sleepless nights with my son and, you know, just dealing with all these different things, right? I'm reminded of the, the, the things that my kids do to me doesn't even pale in comparison to the things that I put God through, right? Because we got to remember that God is with us through everything. So when we sin, when we're cursing people out, when we're thinking bad things, when we're gossiping, talking bad about his children, when we are watching porn, when we're um, being drunkards, when we're doing things that are not pleasing to him, when we're cheating on our partners, whatever it may be, right? I don't know. Whatever it may be, though, when we are doing those things, he's with us. We're putting him through those things, right? I'm putting God through so much worse than what my children put me through, right? So um, just a humbling process. But yeah, um, do you trust him? Do you trust me? That's what he keeps saying. Do you trust me? And trusting him a lot, of team, a, lot, a lot of times means getting out the way. I mean, obviously, there's a part that we literally have to play, right? Like if God is preparing a way for, let's say, a job, right? Like I think about my job at By Talent. I had to trust him. He prepared the way, but I had to trust him as far as applying for that job, doing my interviews, not to do my part. But I had to trust him that he was going to come through, that he was going to make that happen. Right. And so um, trust him, trust him, trust him with your marriage, trust him with your children, trust him with your finances, trust him with your physical health, trust him with your spiritual, your your uh, your mental health, trust him with your career your your um your ambitions trust him with everything man like trust him and that's something that i need to work on more is that i feel like if there's 30 things that i have i feel like i'm good at trusting him with like 20 of them and there's 10 things that i need to work on trusting those other 10 things i need to work on trusting him with those other 10 things right so um do you trust him do you trust him do you trust him a word from God is better than anything that you can receive. Um, my wife, my job, um, those are words from God. Those were things that, sure, you see me now and people like to give me compliments and people like to talk highly of me in those particular spaces. But those are things that I walked into very unsure. Like when I took my job, I was like, God, what is this you're getting at me, getting me into? This job is very intimidating. This is something different from what I'm used to. I'm, I was at that point. I was used to taking easy jobs, jobs that didn't challenge me. Um, yeah, you know, and 
you know, marrying my wife, you know, proposing to my wife. You know, I was nervous. I'm like, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready to be somebody's husband. I'm not ready to be somebody's dad. But you've given me your word. And throughout the time, God has uh, he's equipped me. He's grown me. And I'm not perfect. I know people like to, you know, uh, my cousin, you know, he, he went on. My wife had posted something my cousin and my cousin saw it. And he and he went on my uh, Instagram and he messaged me saying, oh, man, you the husband of the year. And I told him I'm far from that. I'm far from husband of the year. You can ask my wife. I am not perfect. I do not get it right. I probably get it wrong more often than I get it right. But um, I try. I try. I try. And I trust God that he's going to continue to grow me. Um, my attitude has changed so much. I've consistently grown and died and, 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 you know, consistently grown and, and, and over time continued to die in this marriage. Right. And so um, by die, I mean, like killing my ego, my pride, all these different things that I came into this marriage with. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I took his word. Right. I took his word and he has been with me and he has provided opportunities. You know, um, God is not going to just magically put a patient pill in your body and you're going to be patient. He's not going to automatically put a grad. He's not going to put a gratitude pill in your body that makes you appreciate your wife more. What's going to happen is you're going to have experiences in life that make you appreciate your wife more. You're going to meet people. Um, you know, I, you know, seeing my, my, my brother in Christ, Paul, and seeing him court his wife to be at some point whenever they propose, just seeing him and seeing them in their honeymoon phase, seeing them dating, um, and just me being so grateful for I, I sent him and his and his girl a text saying that um, I'm so grateful that God has brought you two together. And just my gratitude for God finding him a partner circle back around to me having gratitude for God giving me a partner. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, God's going to provide. Trust him. God is going to provide. Um, if he gives you a word, you can bank on that word for sure. So um a word from God is better than anything you can receive. I'm going to keep on saying it until you hear me. A word from God is better than anything that you could ever receive. Um, and I, I'm living proof. You know, I think about the music. You know, when I got into the music, um, it was because me and my book producer had fell out and I had all these poems I had written and I had no way of getting them out to the world. And so I started making beats and reciting them. And then from there, it kind of grew. And, you know, I've had to delete pages, lose followers, do all kind of things. You know, maybe I only get 100 views on a song or a video, but just keep on pushing. And then, you know, hearing people's responses and hearing how these songs have touched them, impacted them. Same thing with the podcast. Um, just, But just trusting the word that God has given me. You know what I'm saying? Trusting the word that God's given me. God hasn't told me what's going to be ahead, how much I'm going to make. He's not promised me that uh, that through podcasting and making music, I'll be able to provide for my family, quit my job, none of that stuff. But what he has you know, told me is that he's going to provide for me as far as creating this and, and giving me ideas and giving me the resources and connecting with the people to grow these ministries. Um, yeah, I said I wouldn't be with you guys long, so let me uh, park this episode. Um, May 8th, 2023, that is two Mondays from now. I'm dropping my debut album under my government name, Rakis. Um, the album's called Rakis Part 2. 
Um, obviously, it's a continuation. If any of you may or may not know, I, I dropped an album called Rockies, um, you know, under my old name, Nat Freeman. And so this part two is going to be a uh, Rockies two is actually a two part project. It's a side A and side B. Um, I believe it's twenty two songs total. Um, so I'm splitting them in half. Uh, dropping, I'm giving you eleven on May eighth, and then giving you eleven more. Uh, 14 days later, so that's May 22nd. But uh, I'm looking forward to you guys here inside A. Um, you know, I got some really great friends who are involved. Um, keep a lookout for my social media. I'll be posting um, previews. So far, I've, I've posted uh, Why Me, and um, I posted a preview to my song. Um, I've drawn a blank on the song. I, I'll, but yeah, I posted uh, some previews. So I'll be trying to post some previews. Maybe go on IG Live, play some songs to y'all. But uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to y'all hearing the album, just uh, hearing how God is working through me in this particular season uh, regarding music. Um, yeah, and just my life in general, you know, my music is always reflecting my real life. It's not really, you know, storytelling or fabricated things. It's my real life. So I look forward to y'all checking the album out. Um, as we get closer to the album, I will share more about the album, maybe May 8th, that particular uh, episode of the podcast. If, you know, God willing, I will you know, give you some more details and just, you know, give you some more fun tidbits to make the album that much more exciting to um, enjoy and to dive into. But yeah, you know, May 8th, 2023, um, side A of Rockies, uh, Rockies 2 will drop. And um, yeah, run it up, you know, stream it, listen to it, uh, meditate on it. Let me know what's your favorite song, what's your least favorite song, um, how it could be better. Um, which you really enjoyed, you know, it's all those different things. I and mean, I would love to just hear from y'all, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, it's ex- it's going to be an experience, right? Um, the next single I want to drop is called Lido Kane. It's featuring uh, the homie Najee Omari. And, you know, the song is just kind of a playoff of Nova Kane. And, you know, Lido Kane is um, it's a it's a pill, um, particular medicine that helps with uh, pain num- and pain numbing. So you kind of take that how you want to. So Lido Kane is just talking about, you know, um, you know, numbing myself through things of the world material, right? Uh, and so when you hear the song, you know, it will have a definitely a secular kind of sound to it, but understand that um, there's a concept behind what's going on. Anywho, um, to wrap up the podcast, this is episode 110. Um, thank you all for rocking with the, the ministry. Um, I'm truly, 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 truly grateful to our Lord uh, for his faithfulness, his ministry. I'm grateful for your uh, faithfulness, his ministry, whether you listen to the podcast, whether you donate money, um, whether you share with your people, I appreciate what you do because I can't do this without you. Right. Um, but yeah, anywho, um, do you trust him? Remember that. Remember, if you, if you don't remember anything from this podcast, remember that a word from God is better than anything that you could receive any word um, any check, any, any anything, uh, a word, uh, just a simple word from God is better than anything that you could ever receive. Um, so place your trust in him, you know. Um, you know, my pastor, he made a comment. Here I go. My pastor, he made a comment. Uh, he said, uh, he said, when you guys walked into service today, you guys didn't think to yourself, man, I put on some extra weight or man, that chair looks kind of weird. Let me check the chair. He's like, no, you just came to the chair and you plopped your butt down and trusted that it would hold your weight, that it would support your weight. So how much more 
<laughs> should we just blind should we blindly recklessly trust God, right? There's a lot of things that we blindlessly recklessly trust. Like I think about going to restaurants, right? Um, I don't inspect the the plates or the the silverware. I just have an expectation and understanding that this stuff is clean and that there's a staff back there who's taking care of it and that's and that's all good. I have nothing to worry about. So if I could trust a, a staff at Cheesecake Factory that they're back there doing their part, then I should know that although I can't see, like I, I can't see those people back there washing dishes. I can't see those people doing their job. Same thing with God. I, I can't specifically see the things that he's doing in the future for me that he's done in the past, that he's doing right now on my behalf, but I can't trust it. I can't have an expectation that he will come through. So let's 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 level up. Let's have a higher expectation of God that he will come through, not that he might uh, come through, that hopefully comes through, but that he will come through, that um, he is um, reliable, that he is faithful, that we are not forsaken. All those things that are in the text, let's let's start to make that our expectation through life, right? Whether it's you waiting on a house, whether you're waiting on a promotion, whether you're waiting on a degree, whether you're waiting for a partner, whether you're waiting for whatever, have an expectation, right? And understand that even if God doesn't give you that particular job, that particular bump, that you are still blessed, that he's still good, and that he still have that he has something else that's meant directly for you, right? Because I mean, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I mean, it'd be awesome to have Elon Musk money, right? You know what I'm saying? I would never have to worry about anything and my people would be taken care of. But that's not what he has planned for me. And I ain't trying to talk bad about Elon Musk or any rich person, but Elon Musk don't know the people that I know. He hasn't gotten to experience the experiences I gotten to experience. He ain't got the wife that I got. He ain't got the awesome kids that I got. He don't have the brothers in Christ, the brothers and sisters in Christ that I have, right? And that's not even to say that my life is better, but it's to say that it's tailor-made for me. Anywho, let me get out of here before I start talking too much. This is your boy, Rakeesh. This is episode 110 of the Hecka Dangerous Podcast. Uh, make sure you hit the phone line up, 916-572-7285. Leave voicemails, talk to the show. Um, you ain't even got to have nothing for the show. You just want to talk to me directly. Whatever it is, leave me a voicemail. Um, leave this podcast a voicemail. I will catch y'all when y'all catch y'all. yee I ain't the way, but I can lead you to the way. Hey, man. Hey, man. I ain't the way, but I can lead you to the way. Hey, man. Hey, man. I had to bless the track. Swimming north, ain't no going back. Nah. This is Rockies. Say goodbye to Nat. I'm witnessing every time I rap. Matter of fact, this ain't even rap. I want all the smoke like Madden Stack. Yeah. Blessed beyond my expectations, ain't nothing I lack. Nah. I've been to hell and back, what you know about that? Nah. Long as I got air up in my lungs, I'ma use it. Speaking to you through the music. Preaching. Otherwise, I wouldn't listen. Wouldn't listen. Pay, attention. Pay attention. Slave to the gospel. Gain freedom through submission. Through submission. But y'all don't hear me, though. But y'all don't hear me, though. I said... Speaking through the music, otherwise you wouldn't listen. Wouldn't listen.
Pay attention. Slave to the gospel. I gain freedom through submission. But y'all don't hear me though. I ain't the way, but I can lead you to the way. Amen. I ain't the way, but I can lead you to the way. Amen. Listen to me when I speak. I ain't rapping. It's more like a sermon when I preach, when I teach. Uh, working on my outreach. Getting jiggy on the beat. <laughs> Y'all don't hear me though. I said I gain freedom through submission. Pay attention. But y'all don't hear me though. Y'all don't hear me though. I said I ain't the way, but I can lead you to the way. To the way. I ain't the way, but I can lead you to the way. To the way. I ain't the way, but I can lead you to the way. Hey. Is his name Man. no lover? Is it Naji Omari? Sorry, it's all about precipitation. I mean perception. I'm. Let's, let's try this again. Sorry for the hesitation, it's no love Some people think it's no love But it's really the knowledge of love It's really how you think about it Cause let's go back to no love You know, N-O-L-O-V-E That's Najee Omari love Yeah, that's the explanation Yeah, it's all about this I think you get it already Man, I'm still calling you now I wonder if that'll change soon A name is so important Multiple pictures sitting on the altar Inside of my room I'm taking alternate paths I'm like my granddad's dad Magic have it in my palm So much you feel it in my pulse Overstimulating smartwatches I'm surprised it ain't broke I just became a sponsor What if I lead them off a rope Elder statesmen around me Talking to me Giving me hope But who am I Besides another guy Sending too many texts Homie you better pray Giving energy away I've been fly under pressure I can't put things together Without going through it first Sometimes the growing pains hurt For the homies that's dealing with addiction 
Late night when they twitching, knowing something missing Had to become a Christian, uh, knew that I need to do something different I ain't looked back since then, maybe a couple times But I'm being true in these lines This for the homies that need prayer For the homies scared to go to God Know I got your back, know I'm praying for y'all All facts But you don't hear me though Sorry, y'all don't hear me though Y'all don't hear me though Y'all don't hear me though This for the For the ones that need hope Ones that be looking trying to cope Know that I got you in my prayers though Y'all don't hear me though What you looking for? He right there At your front door He in your heart But y'all don't hear me